Welcome to Running It Back, the Lessons Learned from Sports podcast. Mike Palmer here. We're ready to round out 2021. So much to talk about. Before we get to any of that, Tarlin, how are you doing today? Oh, thanks for asking. I never thought you'd ask. I took my last trip of the year, my fifth trip, actually no, six trips since June. Shocking because you're holed up for 18 months. That, if you're counting, that's two trips to Mexico, which is unusual. Mm. Yeah. One to Nashville. Yes, for a fantasy football draft. We'll yeah. Talk about that later. Right. And three to New York. Okay. Now I was just realizing that's my third trip to New York. We've done 20 pods together. Yeah. We've known each other a long time. And not once have I seen you in person. That's Let me uh, just jump in there, Tarlin. I can confirm that that it, that is in fact correct. And I actually don't remember the last time I've seen you in person, but I'm letting you know just for 2022, I'm continuing to work my way through my friend group. I think you're getting, we're getting close to you. So that's I exciting. Might... That's exciting. It's something to look forward to in, in New York, specifically in Brooklyn, which is where you were also in Brooklyn, which is even closer than other geographies. You're actually in my borough. You're in my hood. I live on. I six. had an opportunity for the first time ever. Yeah. I wanted to see. Yeah. I wanted to see Barclays. I had a chance to go to a game on Tuesday night. A shout out to Sobe. Yeah. Uh, my my new best friend who mm-hmm. runs all security there. But I it was an opportunity. The reason I was really excited and, and circled that game, knowing that I had to work to travel for work, was I have two guys on my fantasy basketball team in that game: James right. Harden and Gary Trent Jr. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and uh, not- just just be clear. I'm not far from the Barclays Center too. So next time you're in town. Oh, for, I forgot that. Uh, for, I forgot that was relevant. I thought Nets I was talking game. about the I'm also nearby. But anyway, your third time in New York. Yeah, please continue. And of a note to me, game's about to start. I have no idea that not only Harden, but seven guys are not going to play the game. Yeah. And I think they played into playing. You can have a roster of 15. The Nets had eight and the Raptors had 10. Despite that, fun event all around. I can see why Brooklyn has already taken over New York and the Knicks are a second-rate team. It's obvious from the stadium, from the energy. You know, that's a real ball club with real ownership and real fans. There you go. There you go. And uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to this. I'm surprised you're not going to respond to that this, this, this hypothetical. Gonna, well, there's so it. many, there's layered digs there. So I'm supposed to respond to the last one. Which one do I want to choose from? You've given me a panoply of options. So thank panoply. you. Thank you. Another, another big worry. Let me, maybe that's panoply. A uh, yeah, exactly. But uh, many different options uh, for those of you scoring at home. But, but yeah, the Knicks may be a little bit disappointing. We could talk about a bit more and I'll own all that. Our ownership, not fantastic. Our fan base is, for me as a Knicks and a Mets fan, it's more about the fan bases and the Knicks fan, like Mets fandom is getting on my nerves much more than Knicks fandom. Our big thing right now is bing bong. Like we lose our minds in MSG when the Knicks win. If anyone could ever give us the opportunity for Bedlam in Midtown Manhattan, Everyone knows that is the Mecca. We are amazed by the promise of a future Knicks championship, which will happen. Well, it's amazing that we're going to put that aside. It's a place place to break records. It's not a place for winners and that that the home team, but it's a place for others to come in and break records. So you are great. You you can characterize it however you like, but when the Knicks win a championship, there will be a small devoted tribe who will explode 
in a way that people don't understand. Again, bing bong. Let's just do it right now on aside. tape, the year in review, over under next championship, next 15 years. You taking the over or the under? I got I take the under, less than 15. Okay. Fewer, take, excuse take, me, fewer than 15 years. Yeah. I take the over. God, there it is. I knew that was going to happen. I take the over. Yeah, whenever it happens. Same thing for the Mets. Like these fan bases that are like, it's adversity breeds resilience. We are a resilient fan base. We're going to thrive in the future, but we're not talking about the Knicks today. I know, but we're letting people in to see what yeah. our unstructured pod is. It's just a back and forth like this. And so we have, we love having topics because then it creates an ability for us not to be digging at each other. Yes, absolutely. However, that's awesome. You were there. Look forward to catching, uh, catch. I'm actually catching a Nets game tonight and it's easier to get tickets at Barclays than it is at MSG too. So there's a reality as a, a New York city basketball fan. A lot of us who really are Knicks fans are open to like, we're Nets curious these days. And Kevin Durant is giving us plenty of reason to believe something magic could happen there. Even last year, like they were pretty close with, with, a. Uh, Harden even less than what he is now and Kyrie out. So in some ways there were some, there was some foreshadowing of what we've been seeing this year, but it's time to reflect Harlan. It is the end of the year. It is December. We had a heck of a run. Uh, breaking news. Durant's out with an ankle injury injury. So you're going to be seeing Jesus. truly anyone who's on, you still have your eligibility, right? You, you still, so anyways, Go I, could probably upgrade, I could probably upgrade my seat though. I could just walk <laughs> down. It's going to be empty. Everybody's either scared away by COVID or not showing up because we're playing Orlando. It's not. Can we all say F COVID, F Omicron? We, we do not curse on this. We know that, but. I can't, we can, but we want your, we want to make sure it's still family friendly. Yeah. Okay, go on. Where were we? <laughs> Year in review. It's the, oh, it's my goodness. Okay. I'm back. It's a good thing. We have a fantastic editor. Thank you, Susie, for your dedicated work on the other end. Yeah, no. so it's the end of the year. It's December. Time to reflect, look back, and then lean into the new year. We had a nice run this year. We had a, a heck of a run. To quote the great George W. Bush when he was talking to Brownie, heck of a run. Like It's also, we're doing better than FEMA is another way to think about it, which is... Uh, much respect to the people who lean in around disaster recovery. And I know we had some tough weather in the middle of the country and uh, do, a lot of respect to that, but heck of a run, Tarlin. Reflections on the year. It's a lot to chew on 2021. We thought 2020 pandemic year, 2021, we turn a corner. <laughs> we turned the corner. We found another corner and, and it's Omicron is here and we're dealing with what was old is new again, a uh, little Groundhog Day early, a Groundhog Day coming in February, but it's, I could have sworn this sports season feels a lot like how it might've felt last year this time. Reflections, we, we, uh, we started the show in September of 2020, jammed a lot in there because we were still trying to, it really the show came about coming out of trying to make sense of things and looking for lessons and, and stories and things to hold us together through sports. Nice short run, September to December of last year. Now we had a full year, 20 episodes. You were spending some time reflecting back. We're going to spend some time 
rolling through the years and, and hopefully our listeners, uh, if you've listened so far, thank you. Couldn't have gotten here without you. And if you're just listening for the first time, check out the back catalog because we have 20 really interesting shows and we're going to be talking about them through the rest of this episode. You don't need to have listened to those shows to enjoy this conversation, but, uh, but certainly make sure you listen to them, especially if you think we hit on something worth noting. So yeah, take it away, man, wherever you want to go. What are your thoughts? Uh, let's start with 2021 and we did 20 pods. Come on. Let's round up that number. I mean, I mean technically we just one more. Technically, it's there's still days left in it's true. 2021. So just, I don't necessarily want to paint us into a corner by talking too tough right now. But yes, we could have done 21. You're right. Everything's about setting goals. So we sure. have to do at, at least 22. 22, including us being at South by Southwest. Yes. EDU conference. So we we may count that as two. It's just on steroids since we have a bigger audience and a bigger microphone. But right. And also, could we do this? I might edit this out, but we could also record a show from Austin that is not the show that we do live as part of South by Southwest. Blowing your we're mind to, while we're together. No, we'll both go to our go to our respective hotel rooms to zoom. Into zoom and boom. Yeah. Perfect. So I was looking back at topics i'm trying to i always wanted to see how much range we have we had one general topic around sports parenting mm-hmm. that was a fun show we had one topic that really was talking about amateurism college sports that's the the most recent show we did on image and likeness we had one on golf so only one on golf and we'll talk about the shows that didn't make the cut we had one potential golfer that was gonna make the show list oh just to be clear the sports parenting gets a third. We did 1.333 shows on golf because we did talk about Earl Woods on that show. That's but true. yes, yes, please. I'll, I'll work on my counting. Yeah. We had three shows where the lead protagonist was a top female athlete in two in tennis and one in gymnastics. Mm-hmm. We had four shows that was covering what is the most dominant television show on networks today, which is football. And we had nine shows on basketball. Yeah. I do remember we did the five tool player in 2020. So that was our one, one time dipping our toe into baseball. And so I, as I reflect, I'm wondering, as we hear from our fans, should we have more range? Should right. we talk about, I'm not sure hockey will ever make the cut unless we are talking about Sega hockey. And sure. yes, I was just talking to my roommate from college last night. He had a son in the car and he wanted me to confirm that there might have been times in college where one of us lost a game, might have slammed our controller against the wall yeah. and had to then get in a car to Toys R Us so we can get a new Sega paddle. I confirmed it for his son. Yeah. Also confirmed it had great Chinese food out there as well. But Maybe we we dip in hockey, but I don't hockey. know. I couldn't name a I couldn't name a person. We did a we did do a Tyson show. I think that was last year. We did a Mike Tyson we, uh, we show little, that that connected boxing. to George Foreman, I believe, when Tyson did his late comeback. So that's back catalog. That was in twenty one. Correct. The other but, one that we could dip into, and we'll talk about shows from the shows that didn't make the they're on the cutting room floor. As I look back at all of the texts between you and yes. I for the year, because that's yeah. the way we plan our shows. Yes. Who knows whether or not, and this is a shout out to one of our, one of our listeners, yeah. whether or not ultimate Frisbee 
makes the cut. That's true. And so I had a long exchange with a couple colleagues at work about Ultimate. Yeah. One colleague is a diehard Ultimate fan. Mm-hmm. And I had really never seen the sport, the activity. I obviously, not obviously, I equated it to hacky sack in my head. Oh, yeah. And that's bad. Well, sim- actually, a similar social group. But yeah, that's about all that's common. But there are some athletes in that sport. There are. I mean, there are, but I didn't think that was where you're saying in ultimate, ulti- ultimate, ultimate. Absolutely. In ultimate. So cardio. I got, talk, I got talk to about, watch. Talk about cardio and leaping a bit. It's speed. leaping. Yeah. It's almost like a blend of like volleyball athleticism with soccer. Some of the rules that were explained to me, if you get a foul, there are no refs. So if someone fouls you, you call foul. Yeah. And then they have to adjudicate. And I joked that it's going to bring in, you, you have to sign a contract and it goes to arbitration and whatever else. So there's some interesting rules, Yeah. but I, I have a newfound respect for the sport yeah but i did leave him with I, my question to go into 2022 was which is do you have better athletes in ultimate or cornhole and so i left that as the as the but i but it could hit make the cut I you never we, know we, we may be watching more of the ocho and right. we may need to, to expand but that, that what was we're one saying of our, is there are at least 22 shots come at us we may open it up to some like fan voting. We're at running it back FM on Twitter at running it back FM on Twitter. If you have show show suggestions, topics, and then the, the rigorous methodology is those things come in and then you and I start texting each other and eventually a show happens. So I, I want to go through the cutting room. I you're, also, cut, you're, you're cutting in line here too. You're not texting me about it. You're talking to me on the air about show ideas, uh, which is uh, a whole new. The other one I love to get in, it, it has to. And this is a shout out to my college buddies. 23 years of fantasy football league is covering fantasy football. You to have conversations about the, the commissioner and that role, yeah. how rules are created mm-hmm. and how you handle controversies. Mm-hmm. We had a big COVID IR controversy this year where someone might have put a whole defense on COVID IR so they wouldn't have to drop them, created Interesting. It created at least a yeah. thousand texts on uh-huh. a sub WhatsApp thread as we determined what would happen in the punishment for that team. But it's good thing, good thing we don't pay for text messages anymore. Much love to that, but I, I do, and I know that I'll have to carry you in that show. We do need to cover fantasy. It's oh yeah. Hey, we don't talk much about our teams until it's in the record books. I got two by two fantasy football teams are live in the playoffs. Playoffs? That's all I'm going to say right now. That's probably, I'll probably even edit it out for fear of jinxing. But one day at a time, I got to say, managing a COVID lineup on fantasy is a whole new level. It's a whole new layer of complexity. It does look like we're about to go six days a week. Five, no, sorry, five days a week with the NFL for the next, uh, couple weeks at least assuming we can continue to play sounds like there's the extra media week that they could play with on the back end they probably don't want to break glass on that too soon but uh, but just trying to think like a manager think like a scheduler be out ahead of contingencies everything's upside down heck of a year heck of a year let's get back to what we let's reflect outside of individual shows more broadly what kind of themes do you think we hit on 
what jumps to mind if you were trying to make connections across the different conversations we had over the course of the year? Any, any takeaways at a higher level, lessons learned from 2021? My favorite moment was thinking back to Draymond Green and sort of his leadership style, the way that he was communicating to the press. And I can imagine communicating with the team around Andrew Wiggins' decision at the time to not get vaccinated. Yeah. I don't, I often, and whether it's looking at coaches, bad coaches and bad leaders like Urban Meyer, looking at organizational structures, bad teams, bad leadership, bad owners, like we talked about early at the top about the Knicks. Yeah. It all bleeds into, look. It, it's so it's such a complement corollary to what happens in business. Mm-hmm. And so the lessons and what's happening day to day with that engagement, now it's people are, are expressing themselves and their works through athletic feats, but it's no different. The lessons you take there, it's no different than which you can take, whether you're in a for-profit organization, not-for-profit organization. So that for me yeah. is, I love um, those linkages. Mm-hmm. And I also, if I were two other moments or lesson, I, I you only spent a moment, it was a moment looking at sports parenting. Yeah. But I think there's something to also people's origin stories. Mm-hmm. And I love to, as we go into next year and beyond, see, I'm signing you up for more years, talk to your agent next year and beyond that we also spend time trying to dissect not only the moment, which is why we're always trying to run it back, but also yeah. learn more about the person. We did a little of that with our 2X ear reading of Scotty Pippen's book yeah, um, to learn more about Scotty, who he is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I think that is a a lesson for life Mm -hmm. because we take right now, every moment is manufactured. It's a TikTok. It's a social, it's not real. And so we are trying to figure out how to move, move beyond that to learn a little more because that's how you, that's how you learn it, how to interact with people day to day. So those are some of the things I took away. But what about you? Favorite show? Worst show? I liked where you went with the Kyrie show, which was our most downloaded episode of the year. And I think we did hit sort of the the zeitgeist, as I like to talk about the moment in time where something that's happening in sports is helping us work something out at a, on a broader level. And that was quickly followed by a Ben Simmons show and an Aaron Rodgers show where I think they were all were as a group, those three shows in a row to me felt like we were hitting our stride in terms of the broader conversations that are happening out in the world around us. And then the way that's helping even me on a personal level, just get through this period with some, some cohesion, like a narrative that I can actually grab a hold of underneath it. And, and even different dimensions of their leadership styles, contrasting Aaron Rodgers as a leader with Kyrie and then Aaron Rodgers as a white alpha kind of cool dude versus Kyrie, who is, he was probably prior to. That's a whole nother show. What we, I don't want to. I think his, he was perceived as like a pretty good dude. And even the fact that he was trying to get the Jeopardy gig, I think he had a, a mainstream appeal. He also wasn't. I'll, I'll give you that. He is a dude. And he's not Tom Brady. So I think there were people rooting. I was rooting for him at least. But then Kyrie, I think uh, uh, on the other hand, was quickly given a lot of grief. I thought we were fair to him in some ways in the Kyrie show too. So I did think we were. And then Ben Simmons in the middle, to, again, talking about at what point does someone need to step up as a leader? What style are they using for that? So 
it was a deep dive into basketball. And I do really like the range comment you were talking about. I, I really did think the sports parenting show kind of got at that range idea in, in a few interesting ways. But, but yeah, I, I thought it was a, I thought it was a year. This show will help me remember this year and the way in which I think about some of the stories that are out there, the way I've made sense of them has helped me understand how I'm going to move forward in, in good ways. I would say the Scotty show, which is recent, is still, I'm seeing it more and more. I see those dynamics of a clear perceived alpha and then another really strong performer who's right there with him, but maybe more of an introvert, less comfortable in that A1 role. There's a lot. There's a lot to, to chew on in the year. And then for me, the themes that maybe you could give me some, some of your perspective on, the themes that jump out at me are, there was a lot of shows we're talking about COVID, a lot of shows where we're talking about um, mental health and whether it makes sense to play or not. And then there's a lot of shows, including the Rooney Rule show, which when we were talking about NFL coaches. Talking about race. Yeah, we're talking about race. So I think the fact that we were able to use sports as a way to have conversations that were not overly awkward, but get at topics that are harder to talk about head on and maybe less interesting to listen to if we hit them head on, we were able to hit them through this separate, like shared public narrative of the sports universe. Um, I think that's important. And that's what I really enjoyed about the year. I would add one more. We try to, I think we should do it more or elevate just amazing female athletes. Yeah. Athletes. Gen gender. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, just, just diverse, only, like, like di different. Diversifying. Yeah. I, I, I have yeah, yeah. had a, a newfound respect because just growing up, it's a male dominated viewership or, or entertainment. And so with my daughters, and it's cool to say you're a girl dad, but I'll own that. I want to empower them in any way possible. But watching women's volleyball, college women's volleyball, because my daughter is into it. You just see it's just the, the power in the game. It's fun. It's fluid. You're picking up on players and sports that you just didn't grow up ever watching. It was never on. So mm -hmm. I look forward to you know, our last NIL. We talked about Paige Buckers and mm -hmm. Azifa, just to be able to track more of that. Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, because a, like, a lot of this yeah. stuff is uh, from like the, the feminist literature, it's the male gaze. Like a lot of sports is designed for the male gaze and it's easy to, as a dude, you don't notice. You're like, oh yeah, it's just, it's just sports. But then at once you awaken to the fact, and actually once the, the business of sports starts to awaken to the fact that, yeah, we may be implicitly designing for the male gaze, but we're also losing a huge market opportunity by not understanding how to broaden that. Same thing around white privilege. It's, it's frequently, you're blind to it until you're not. And then once, once you're aware of it, you start to realize if we broaden our perspective, if we give other narratives the, the front of the stage, that's ultimately gonna open up new markets. That's ultimately good for, for business. So like, I think there is a lesson learned for us, a meta lesson learned for us as running it back. It's like, how do you open it up Facebook in a way? Facebook lesson or is it a meta lesson? Sorry. <laughs> it's a meta lesson. I'm putting my goggles on right now as we speak. But but I, I think there is a higher level. I can't even say meta anymore. Thanks, thanks Zuck. Thanks, Book. What the Zuck? My goodness. With that, I do yeah. want to share. This is our behind the scenes of the topics and shows from January till now that didn't make it 
Oh, right. this is like the in memoriam ha- section. Had a of shot, the show. but it doesn't mean they're done. Oh, okay. <clears throat> Mike Vick. Yeah. Pete Weber has shown up three times. So this thread. is my idea. Like, and again, if you like this idea, hit us up at running it back on Twitter or reach out to me and Tarlin. Is could we do meme shows? Like just a show based on a meme that we like. And the meme that I like there is Pete Weber. Who do you think you are? I am. For, for those who don't know, professional bowler. He's a professional bowler. <laughs> also would show a range by doing bowling. So again, we're allowed to pitch for shows on this episode. So there you go. Robert Sarver, we had him, mm. wanted to start cover him before he even got, before he got slammed even more because of some of the things he was doing with his general managers, goats oh. in the office, things like that. Although that one speaks to our blackballed episode, which basically hit on a lot. It's, it's what's it's surprising. Donald Sterling times two. With yeah. And it's Chris Paul and, and Chris Paul is a central figure yep. in both of those things. So that's where if Sarver and the NBA gets hotter, gets closer to Sterling in the NBA. We'll definitely come back to that one. We were going to, we were talking about Michigan State Spartans chain. Their name was Michigan State Spartans presented by Rocket Mortgage. So that's <laughs> yes. an early NIL, but branding is everywhere. So it's yeah. a name, image, and likeness for the, the actual university. They'll sell their soul. I'll, yes. I'll and, 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 and now that you're talking about it, I'm thinking there's probably a NASCAR jumpsuit angle to this. <laughs> and that would show a range where we could do a NASCAR show. Too. Absolutely. But, so but yeah, well, yeah. someone is taking notes. Yeah. Federico, are you taking notes? He's taking notes. WNBA, 25 years. Mm-hmm. We had a Phil Mickelson. He had a great quote. And then he went out and won. And I still have the text. It was, skirt. let's do another show. <laughs> we were, we were yeah. close, Phil. Uh, just we to be clear, close. I'm more omnivorous as a sports fan. Tarlin has certain dishes, like any golfer who's not Tiger <laughs> is excluded, especially a rival of Tiger's. Baseball, hard pass, generally on baseball, bubbling up. It's got to be the Dodgers. <laughs> one world series win in 30 years we'll talk is... about fernando we're going to talk about fernando valenzuela That's uh-huh, uh-huh. Mike, Mike. yeah um david Stern. so we talked about the trade veto a while back and now it's in the news with someone who's in the nba explaining why they vetoed the chris paul trade to the lakers and it mm-hmm. still makes me pissed yeah spelling bee the spelling bee champ mad handles uh, avant-garde what's her first name uh, i've I didn't know there's going to be. I didn't know there's a test. I know her last name is Avant Garde. I think it's Zaya Avant Garde, but that's not my final answer. Please continue. Oh, right. We got to do it. By the way, we got to do a Jeopardy show. I mean, come on. Sure, right. Sure, right. We we were going to do a back to school show. So Rodney Dangerfield going back to school to do his his famous dive and looking thinking about J.R. Smith. That's the golfer. We were at one point talking about women's pool back in the day for those who had only a few cable channels. You might have been fans of the Black Widow. She, yes. Jeanette Lee, dominant versus Karen Core. Mm-hmm. That was the all-time rivalry. Yeah. Um, and just did I got I get doing the research in real time. It is Zaya Avant-Garde. So shout out to Zaya. We're we're still we haven't booked our first guest, but we'll the thing is she has mad basketball game again, talking about range. But please continue. Can you have Marianne look up the name of Rodney Dangerfield's? dive and back to school back, oh it's back to school it's a triple lundy right and triple lindy there you go triple lindy or lundy again our crack research i'm going staff, i'm well, going with lindy yeah i think there's an right. eye in that wheel think, of fortune i think, I think that's and then right. the last one is we wanted to talk about athletes that change the game so athletes that as everyone was going in one direction they changed the state of the sport so we started with the fosbury flop yeah and you can even talk about 
potentially the Cordell Patterson's of the world who came yeah. in as a uh, wide receiver and now is just an all around weapon for the Falcons. And so, that this show, I think we were close to recording this show today. And that's the one to me, we got to run it back to Cordell Stewart, the original slash. Yep. Right? So that, yep. that's the, the range showing range. Yep. And speaking yep. of range, Rodney Dangerfield, who interestingly did all of his own stunts in back to school. <laughs> Triple Lindy, it is referred to as a triple for Lindy. the win. Yeah. And the last one, which is the one that weighs over me, and I felt like I was the as the kid not doing his homework when you checked on me. Oh yeah, was, was Ali mm -hmm. the five part PBS four four part? It's only four parts. Oh, I put it as six part in my head. I dropped it down one. So the four part PBS, we will cover that uh, in the future. So yeah. I, I I want to take a moment because I often only give you crap, but I want to thank you for giving me a, a space to have some fun and what is a crazy year. From the yeah. moment that COVID hit, when we hadn't worked through the Greek alphabet of variants, this is a way for us to have a release and it still is a way to connect where I'm often connecting books I'm reading, like Think Again by Adam Grant, yeah. Nincompoopery, by John Brand. We've got Think Like a Rocket Scientist, things that are happening in business. I'm able to connect to what I'm watching day to day. I want to thank you for your willingness to, to be a part of this, but also more importantly, to thank you because you really are Suzanne, Frederico, Marianne, and all others when it comes to editing yeah. and being the man driving this engine. I, I'm just the prepper and I show up on game day, Dude. but you're the ones driving everything. So I, I wanted yeah. to thank you yeah and hopefully this gets cut out so no one gets <laughs> exactly you're this. getting a little too effusive that's i'll leave that to the editor's discretion but uh, but yeah and and i got some i know it's the end of this year but i, I want to look ahead to next year maybe as we conclude what are we most excited about for me i'm always excited about breaking the mold once you have the mold you got to break it again shout out to dan Fo dan fosbury we will cover your flop and also to be he's like the producers he's known for his flop like how did how do you do that shout out to mel brooks still with us Springtime for Hitler, underrated uh, show musical. Also, if producers could not be made in this day and age, uh, which is a whole other dimension. But the dimension that I'm talking about is more the pop culture media. When you you know you were talking about variants, we we almost talked more about Loki. You and I were both big fans of the Loki show when it was on. So I feel like we may toss in a few curveballs outside of showing the range of sports, more just lessons learned from sports and entertainment. I wouldn't rule out flexing a little bit into something interesting that we're learning from, but I think at our core, it is basketball at its core, which is another thing I do want to come back to. If you think about this just as a basketball podcast, the basketball shows that we did, the nine plus, because LeVar Ball does get credit for a third of the sports parenting show as well, is that like we are pushing the envelope we're doing stuff to show our range but then you come right back down to it it's a basketball podcast many times and we went deep on steph curry jeremy lynn conversations we've talked about mahmoud abdul raouf which is still one of my one of my favorite shows from our first season i think we're at a point where we have enough of a catalog coming up on 40 shows how do we start to weave those narratives together. I'm excited to think about how we might make more of this stuff available in a curated fashion for people who are really enjoying what we're doing. So we'll see where that goes too.
I look forward to it. And, and I know swag is coming. Swag. We're going to be at a conference. We're going to be in Austin. So if you oh, enjoy the show and you haven't signed up for South by Southwest EDU, we're going to be doing a live episode of uh, Sister Podcast, Trending in Education. Maybe it's a crossover episode. It's how Tarla and I got started doing some, this is basically a spinoff of Trending in Ed, although it's got its own flow independently. And, and then I'm going to be launching a new show called Inside Jackson Station, which will be live then too. So we're going to have a panel. It'll be in Austin. South by Southwest. Hopefully Omicron is not too virulent virus, but, but who knows? We'll play it, play it along as we go. Concluding thoughts, Tarlin, on this episode, as we bring the year to, to a close. I just hope everyone stays safe. As you look at what's happening in London and you look at the January, 2021, we are almost mirroring what happened 12 months ago. So it's a little frustrating to be, feel like we're going back. But hopefully folks are able to spend time with their loved ones, stay safe, and treasure the things that matter. I could have taken at the top, spent time talking about the fact that I spent four months building after having golf clubs for 12 years, four months getting new clubs, waiting for them to come, hitting, hitting different clubs and waiting for them to come. I designed a new golf bag. And I have 20 plus years of, of coins and other things I've collected over the time I played golf. And that bag was recently stolen. Yeah. And I could have spent time talking, but that's a thing. I, I went through like that's my a whole nother, five, I mean, I five stages. To, I, might have, I might have to charge you for that conversation. Yeah. I went through I my know, five stages. I don't know, I don't know if our listeners, I don't know. I no, did, but I yeah. went through my five stages, but it's a thing. So it is. Uh, it, at the end of the day, you know, only took three weeks for the police to actually see my police report and but spend time with do things that matter create experiences and we hope as we see experiences in the world we can craft story and narrative that's interesting with our unique perspectives yeah and have a great into 2021 awesome the the name of the show is running it back uh, don't call it a comeback as ll famously said we've now been here for more than years. one year we can say years. We, we're about to enter our third calendar year of running this as a podcast and it looks to be uh, an exciting one on the horizon so thank you to you tarlin for making that meaningful experience something that that i've been able to navigate with over the last year and a half and hopefully our listeners have enjoyed as much being along for the ride thank you to everyone who is listening out there and continuing uh, to support us as we we get this out there and that's a wrap 2021 see ya Peace.